Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Down. Yo, 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 we're back. Uh, episode 74. Nope. What? Three. 73. Are you Skip sure? It. Yeah, I'm positive. Okay, episode 73 <laughs> of the Step Brothers podcast. Uh, it's your boy, host with the most, Chris Miner, aka uh, Nemo, uh, Nemo Hose, aka uh, Women Sin for Me and Sin for Me, aka. Um, I don't, yeah. What's up, dog? <laughs> it's your boy. Dalton Smith, Danny Phantom, podcaster extraordinaire. Right. Fried chicken connoisseur. Hit that bomb, man. You got to hit the bomb after everything. <laughs> fried chicken connoisseur. Mm-hmm. How the fuck you go live on IG? Um, and I just have one thing to tell you. Whoa, whoa, <laughs> whoa, whoa. whoa. I, I like that. that. <laughs> I like that when I'm 40, yeah. Whoa. <laughs> This is a super inside joke between me and Chris, so none of you are going to understand this. <laughs> no, nah, for real. How you go live on? I thought it was at the bottom. On Instagram? Yeah. Uh, I don't know how to do it on an Android. <laughs> yes, Chris has an Android, everybody. They know. Tweet at him and make fun of him. They not. But he does have the pixel, though. Yeah. So that's better. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah, so I went Zero Dark 30 uh, after Sunday. So I'm not really too familiarized with with what's going on this week. Not too much. Not too much is <clears throat> going on this week. I do got a few topics we could dive into, but yeah, yeah. not too many. I don't know if it's gonna be uh tied together sweet. Plus I'm on the um live right now and I can't switch from live to the thing. I am gonna have to get off of live eventually because I need to go to my uh doc docu- documents. Yeah, I don't to, even know why you went to live. I don't know either. I'm just making sure bitch ass Ridge is there. Oh, Ryan, Ryan, no, Ridge is not. I mean, Ridge, yeah, Ridge, is, not. Ridge is not here. It's just me and Chris. It's just me and Chris. I mean, it's just not. <laughs> <laughs> Guess you did need that whiskey. Yes, I did. And live video now. All right. So, um, how was your week though? My week was fine. Uh, Are you sure it's not seventy four? I'm positive. 
if you want to go to the podcast app and for me to prove you wrong, I can do that. <clears throat> the last episode was episode 72, Inspector Gadget. I promise you. Yes, it was. I'm I know. Sorry. I okay. know. Okay, my bad. Shit. <laughs> Motherfucker. My bad. Man. Um, but no, my week was good, though. Um, Shelby birthday earlier this week. Happy belated. <clears throat> Y'all were there. We were. Mm. I was like halfway there. But you're physically there. Yeah, I was physically Mentally, there. you were somewhere yeah. way else. Yeah, I was... I'm telling you, when Chris was going to slow motion, Chris was like doing everything in slow motion, man. <laughs> <laughs> this, uh, someone handed him the bowling ball to bowl. Yeah. And this boy walked up there and did the slowest bowl I've ever seen. No and he effort. did like a half, like, uh. Yeah. Like, I just like <laughs> moved he, my wrist. Yeah. I didn't he, move my he was arm like, that's good enough. Yeah, type shit. And they were like, oh, you you, you get to go again. Was, oh, man. Yeah. Darn. Yeah. But anyway, <laughs> it was a good time. Good to see everybody there. Um, yeah. yeah. Good time. Uh, <laughs> it was good at first yeah. for me. <laughs> yeah, for you. <laughs> yeah. It got kind of wild later, but that's a whole different story. And it was on a Sunday, so it felt weird already. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, quite the... Uh, Quite the experience. Uh, my week was cool, I guess. Didn't do too much. Just been working on music. Um, working on music. Think we went out. Well, we went to Boomer Jacks. Saw a few familiar faces. Wednesday night. We didn't go Tuesday night because you know Tuesdays up there. Ridiculous. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> trying to think. All watched all three of the Matrixes. Matrixes. On Netflix. They put Love Jones on Netflix. They've been asking for that. I, I like that movie, but I'm not like super into yeah, it. Yeah, nah. Um but of course you, you can't beat Lorenz Take me along. Nah, right? yeah, I like the movie. Uh I feel like I like the movie. I really like the movie up to a certain point after it gets kinda like yeah. kind of stagnant for me. Right. Um like I like it until <laughs> She walks out of the party and he's like, I'm trying to get you a fucking cab. Walking down the street like someone stole you a fucking bike. Yeah. That's like when it kind of like, then because they separate for a long time. Right. right? That's when it gets kind of boring. Okay. <clears throat> but. I do remember that. Yeah. He, yeah. He was driving. Cause. Right. And she was walking. Right. Yeah. yeah. He, he was like, I'm trying to make sure you get home. Like, right. Yeah, shit, yeah. Yeah. Um. Damn. I'm, oh. I don't understand the infatuation with love and basketball, though, like women have. Don't I, give me start on that movie. Because it's a it's an okay movie. It's but fine. It ain't like, you know. It's, it's literally fine. And never, she was like, play for, play for my love or my heart or whatever her line is. That so boy now, dunked on her ass, too. I would have. <laughs> <laughs> I would have definitely. Oh, you would have. Okay. I, yeah, I don't I don't know. It's definitely. Um. Trying to think if anything <clears throat> just okay. prominent happened this week, but I, I don't think so. Prominent? Uh, well, I already told you, but I mean, I had some personally news that affected me personally. Uh, I'll, I'll talk about it in a minute, but I'm trying to think about the grander scheme because uh, <clears throat> people are not going to care about as much as about mine. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll bring it up. I told you the day. Oh, what we talked about in the car? Nah, it was it's sports. It's oh, not, yeah, it's not like yeah, life shit, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. It, but it affects me personally because yeah, it's yeah, my yeah, team yeah, and shit, yeah, but yeah, that's yeah, later. Yeah. Um, I know that T.I. shit happened. 
Uh, ja Rule getting dragged. The Popeyes oh, shits yeah. pop back again. Uh, the T.I. thing, I feel like mm. that's touchy. Mm. I, I don't know how I feel about that. Because I saw a lot of women talking about basically like that's supposed to be between a, a woman and her caregiver at that time. Yes. But um, I don't know. I'm not that well versed on it. But what I feel like, you know, anytime you go to the doctor, you're going to ask if they're going to ask you if you want your parent in the room or not. Even like Zach, when Zach was just in the hospital or whatever, they're like, you want your parents in here? It don't matter how old you are. And that, like, like you're still a kid, I guess. I don't know how the fuck they look at that, but his parents were there. They asked him if they wanted the parents in the room. He said no. So maybe his daughter was like, yeah, I don't care or whatever. No, but he's he he like go he makes makes to go in there, like he that's what he he get, he does checkups to for this shit. Yeah, so he to wants to be shit. in there to be like, yo, you having sex? Let's find out physically. So is that? That's no, that, that shit, that's mu- much, it's creepy, bro. Yeah, it's too much, right? Come on, man. I understand going with her, right? But not going in there with her. But then also, like, just like the fanatical vert, like, just going deep into it like that, like. I don't think he was in the room, though, bro. I think he just went with her. No, he goes in the room. That's, if he goes in the room, that's, nah, bro. The whole thing is just a mess. I, no. But now they're saying that she had to, like, um, like make her IG private because a lot of dudes were commenting, like, raunchy shit. And yeah. uh, they were basically saying T.I., like, embarrassed her and did all this other shit. And, um, yeah, I don't yeah he know, got bro. he got tagged up by Planned Parenthood really? on Twitter. Yeah. They, 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 they did a, a subtweet about T.I. Isn't it crazy <clears throat> how... Everybody, like, can speak on everybody else, but when it happens to them, it's like, it's almost, oh yeah, it's it's almost poetic. Like Ti goes at a lot of people talking about how they do this and do that, and then it happens to him, and that's that's what made it worse for him though, because yeah. he like, bro, are you serious right now yeah, with who like, you are? Yeah. Like crazy. Yeah. It's just like when Ja Rule started talking about <laughs> that's what yeah. nice segue. They said the. Uh, <laughs> No, go ahead. I'm but sorry. yeah, he he had the nerve to talk about his fucking chicken sandwich shit when he was part of one of the biggest frauds of all time. Yeah, facts. Um, that shit. Uh, they they put that clip of a uh, beef. You remember that little series they yeah. had? Well, Fifty Cent. Yeah. <laughs> like going back and listening to that shit, bro. He was like, I really, I really don't like that guy, bro. Like, yeah. He, bro. That's no. He like literally had detest. Like, yeah. Like he hate he disgusted really, by him. Yeah, he really hates that nigga, bro. <laughs> like that shit's next level right there. I don't know nobody <clears throat> that hates nobody this bad. And so when you got a nigga that's not a hustler, he becomes a buddy hustler. And what he does is he tries to eat off of other niggas' plates. Okay. You see what I'm saying? By, you know, mentioning names and saying things. Come on, give me a kiss, you little faggot. And then <laughs> wanting him to chant back. So that's why, you know, when you say the name, I say who? That nigga's a sweetheart, for real. I don't know him. Uh, he's a fruit pop, for real. You know, he sells, like, no records. He's not even came out yet. I can't even see how a kid could look at Ja Rule and want to be like Ja Rule. I don't know him. This nigga want to be Tupac Shakur. There's a lot of people out I won't play the hook. Bro, I died laughing at that video <laughs> yeah. last night, bro. 50 really hates that nigga, man. Yeah. 
but fifty's um, not anything. He's comical. I'll tell you that. Oh no, he is. He's yes. All right, so um, shit. What what day was the nineteenth? The nineteenth of October? No, the sixth. I'm sorry, I fucked that up. Two days ago. Uh huh. So Wednesday. Well, two days ago in uh-huh. 2007, Jay Z drops American Gangster. Mm. You could drop. You could hit the air horn for that. You know. Uh, it's the unofficial soundtrack. The film's producers don't think Jay can pull it off. They won't approve the LP for it to be the official, you know, thing. Uh, Denzel says, "Fuck that! You can, you can take my scenes from the uh, movie and use it." Yep, which he did. And so, the cover and everything. Yeah. So um, I know American Gangster is one of his most like overlooked albums. Cause he dropped it right after Kingdom Come, and that was like overlooked as well, in my opinion. But um, I think Jay Z like only has one bad album, like one, uh-huh. and it's um, well, Magna Carta. No, I like Magna Carta. Blueprint too. Yeah, and that was not bad. It's just it's just the most different album. Yeah, you came off <clears throat> the you came off the Blueprint, dog. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Well, American Gangster is my favorite Jay Z album, so. That was hard. Idris Elba did the intro. Beyonce yeah. on there. I love that album. Yeah, that's a fire ass album, bro. Like, Duh, um, I could like I literally could put no hook on repeat. Yeah, come on, man, bro. The way he was talking in that shit, like, stay out of trouble. Mama said it's mama. That, but that yeah. you could play with hope. Uh, leave that boy hope alone. Why, why don't you? Shit. You don't have to if you don't want to. But don't say I didn't warn you. Yeah, Jay Z to go, bro. Man, but yeah, American and then um. Even the single that he went with at that time, the uh, Blue Magic joint, like and I know, yeah. I know, and I know, fire, yeah, Pharrell, yeah, Pharrell did do, yeah, Pharrell did the singles on that album, yeah, yeah, and Blue Magic's that beat's crazy, that beat is crazy, it's mixed to perfection too. Though. And I went back and listened, to it, I was like, bro, what was Pharrell on back then? Yeah, because shit was not sounded like that, not at all. Pharrell always been different. I'm born I know what I said five. about him a couple podcasts ago about him pandering, but I can't take away nothing. Nah, he's his done production quality, bro. man. Yeah, man. That beat, that beat, Blue Magic, Blue Magic, and um, Blurred Lines. Yeah, two of the most cleanest, like perfect mixes I've ever heard on a beat, bro. Yeah, like you hear everything perfect. Like I don't know how the fuck they did that, but maybe because they played it all live. Mm. I don't know. Blue Magic, something else though. Yeah, Blue Magic's on a whole nother level. So what if you flip a couple <laughs> birds? Or yeah. But yeah, American Gangster was a very good album. Um, yeah, Jay Z to go. I don't know what else to say about that. <laughs> I don't know. Jay Z to go. Yeah, my favorite. Do you think? Do you think he could? Well, he's Jay Z, so he could drop an album like right now, and everybody's gonna go like listen to that. Yeah, that's because Jay Z's in a different realm yeah. of like respect. Yeah, people will get it out of respect. I, uh, I remember I was listening to um, the Joe Budden podcast around the time Meek Mill's album came out, mm-hmm. and they were at some party or whatever. And Jay Z, Rory said, you know, Jay Z walked up to him and whispered like, "Yo, I'm getting better," and Rory was like, "All right, prove it." And I guess the Meek Mill verse came out, which, by the way, Jay Z smoked. Everybody that this wait that album came out this year, right? Which one are you talking Championship, about? Championship, championship. Uh, yeah, I think earlier. Let me check. <clears throat> I'll give you the. I'm yeah. pretty sure it did. Yeah, I. But 
I don't think I heard a verse that good this year. And Pusha T's been Pusha T's been no, doing championships came out in 2018. Oh, okay. Well, definitely last year, Jay Z had the ver- like that whole sign I fell. Hell no, nah, like all off the top of the head. But this, yeah, Jay Z's. Do you believe Rory told him that though? Mm, yeah, because I think they have a their relationship's probably better now since you, you know he's doing the Duzay Palooza now. Yeah, yeah. So there, he goes to the brunches and shit. That's where he proposed to his girl at last year. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, <laughs> even if I was buddy with Jay, I would never be like, prove it. Yeah. I would never tell Jay to prove nothing to me. I'm like, bro, you got it already. Like, you don't have nothing to prove to me. Nah. I, it's just that he, somebody that, no, it doesn't matter, but somebody that old keeping it going for as long as he's been going, bro. Yeah, him and Snoop Dogg, bro. I mean, Snoop, Snoop cool. I like Snoop. But I'm talking, you know what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm just saying, like, no, but it's, but I'm, but I bring Snoop Dogg into because, like, he's still relevant. Yeah. Like, people, people, still, I like, still fuck with Snoop. Yeah. Snoop Dogg is everybody's, like, uncle, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, he's still, you know, he never lost the beat, really. Mm-mm. Um, obviously, it's, it's not like the bar for bar, like Jay Z, but it's like, if, I'll be like, oh, cool, Snoop put a song out. Right. Let me check it out. Like, right. he's on a feature, like, he still, like, does the shit. Um, and that's the shell, you know, that's what you want to see, like, cause that doesn't happen a lot anymore. Cause it's micro mm-hmm. careers. Like you, you're popping for like two or three years and you yeah. just gone, you disappear. Yeah. Um, so if you can like last, like I, I think Kendrick's and J Cole's will be in that realm when we get in our forties and shit. I don't know. Oh, for sure. You I can just, say you don't I, know, I just, but I just think because they're not as, um, visible that is because Snoop always stayed visible. Right, right. But I think they're doing that due to the landscape that we're in. Yeah, that's a, because no, like they've they will they're lasting longer by not being all up in the, the shits because that shit was getting all these kids but in trouble and shit. I'm not even talking about just putting out music though. I mean, Snoop was in movies. He did the fashion thing for a little bit, like. I could if you would have said Drake, I would say yeah because Drake is more oh well attainable. no Drake's Drake's gonna be yeah. I think Cole will start getting out of his shell more I don't know but Kendrick I mean there he performed at uh, Day and Night or something Vegas or whatever yeah and there people there are claiming that um, he sent out a like a doppelganger. <laughs> I looked at the video. I, I didn't like save it or anything. I looked at the video. I was like, I don't know, but he was wearing like big, bulky, heavy clothes, like a cowboy hat. I had it all the way down. Like I don't know, but if he did send out a double, like to me that I don't know. It sounded like him. Like it was live still. Like the music was on in the background. I mean, MF Doom done that. Been there, done that. <laughs> There's no like um, clause for that, like in the contract you can think of, like. I would ha- I don't I'd have to see a contract. I don't know. Uh, Who knows I, what they Yeah, I I don't know about doppelgangers and shit. Like if Kendrick Lamar is here to perform, your contract contractually here to perform. I don't know. I don't know. But either way, um You know who else might I think I think Tyler as well. I think he'll be around for a long oh, time. Oh yeah, yeah. in any capacity. Yeah. Because he, he does everything though. Writer, yeah. producer, scores. So he he'll Fashion. and he because he, I remember he, him saying he really wanted to get in like film and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I think as he gets older, he'll probably dive more into that realm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Speaking of which, uh, you know, he just uh, accepted that award for the. Um, yeah, I, did, you, I didn't know until you told me earlier. Uh, That's awesome, though. 
the 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 Wall Street uh, Wall Street Journal Music Innovator Award last night. I have a clip of part of his, his acceptance speech. Uh, at home, my whole I'm, I'm gonna get serious. My whole life, I felt like a stepchild. Uh, in That's school, <laughs> uh, at home, and especially in music and rap, where where I uh, have a profession, and um. Like seventh grade, I got in a fight with some guy because he said, you don't belong on the basketball court, which he was right. I'm trash. <laughs> uh, eighth grade, I tried out for drama club. I got in and got kicked out within an hour because she said I was too hyper. I was standing on chairs, definitely, but I still think that I should have stayed in there. Ninth grade, they wouldn't let me join band class because I couldn't read music but I still had the passion, and I'm on two instruments now, picking up a third. I, uh, but when all that happened, I said, fuck them. I didn't let none of that shit stop me from doing anything that I wanted to do. Right. My uh, uh, congratulations to Tyler, by the way, because he came a long way. Yeah, you wanna talk about growth? Yeah. His, his character development, is anonymous with uh or synonymous with uh Vachitas to me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Um me and Katie, when Kanye put his album out, we were talking about the Sonics, and I said sonically nobody's nowhere near close to Kanye but Tyler. Sonically. Yeah. Like I know there's a lot of people that I never heard of that other people are interested in, but and they might Beg to differ. You're talking about your realm. Yeah, yeah. but in my world of uh -huh. like what I'm comfortable with listening to, there's, you know, nobody. Forty was forty was going to be that, but he took a tremendous step back. To me, like after Take Care, he wasn't producing as much as Drake shit as he. I he, mean, he's always engineering yeah, and but stuff. He but, had a, he can't spend as much time now. He's still he's sick, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, <clears throat> yeah, Tyler's phenomenal, man, and uh. I, I get to the point where I don't even have to listen to an artist's music anymore. I just know like they put their foot in that album's ass. And Tyler's one of that one of those people for me. Like I never have to listen to anything he does again because I already know he's great. And like there's nothing that I can hear from him where it would like you know what I'm saying make me think otherwise. Like I right, know, right, I, right. I know what he's I know what he's uh he's one of those guys you ain't got to worry about. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I think he's going to be around for a long time because he actually has a passion for it and he wants to get better and he wants to do more. Yeah. I'm excited to see him get yeah. older for sure. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> and, um, shit, ASAP, ASAP Rocky, like presented him the award cause they used to beef back in the day. It was like quiet beef. You know what I'm saying? They clicks two different, the weirdos versus like, but they're like best friends now. Yeah. They're best friends now, which is dope to see again, growth. You know what I'm saying? Um, but I saw a headline yesterday and I don't know how real this is, which I wanted to talk about was, um, they say ASAP Rocky is going to perform in Sweden next month. <laughs> what? Yeah. Okay. That's weird. Cause uh, you know, if y'all remember, he had yeah. that whole little, I mean, no, what time arrested. was that? Was that New Year's before New Year's? Nah. Whoa, nah, it wasn't that, that long ago. No, nah. it was like around a holiday. It was summer. Okay, so Fourth of July then. It must have been Fourth of yeah, July. Yeah, that was summer. But um, yeah, he he was in there for a while, and then the 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 lawyer or whatever out there that got killed got him all got killed. Like, why would you even? Why would you even do that? And you still owe to. But it's not it's not confirmed though. 
that oh that he's going yeah 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 I wouldn't I don't care how much money they offer me because it's got to be a trap it's definitely a trap if he goes back and it's got to be um he still owes them money or whatever for all that shit or like he, a two grand fine or something yeah he had to go he was supposed to go back to do something for the whole thing and he didn't go back oh, allegedly I don't know but yeah I just felt like that was weird as fuck like if he goes back then you're asking for it pal. <laughs> yeah, that's if it's real. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. Fact. That sounds weird. Uh, you can hit the motherfucking. I'm. Uh, I don't know. Just hit something for uh, Master P, man. Congratulations. That's why I was gonna the rap snacks. Yeah, the the rap snacks. Uh, Master P on partnering with Walmart to bring rap snacks to uh 4,200 stores. That's uh that's a feat, man. That's awesome. That but then Master awesome. P though, man. That's Master Pizzle, businessman. Uh, Master Pizzle. That sounds like Master Bake or something. Uh, what? What's your? Have you? How many? Have you had like a? A lot of the rap snacks, or you only yeah. get like a specific. All right. uh, I've had all the ones I've seen, like the Romeos, right? Amigos, of course. Um, With a dab of ranch. Is it? Uh, there's a fabulous one, right? Fabulous, yeah. Boosie, Trina, Cardi B. I haven't had the Trina or Cardi B ones. I don't think I have either. Actually, Trina's. I don't know. I don't think I have fabulous either. I think I only had Romeo or uh, Amigos and uh, Boosies. Mm-hmm. And whichever ones Ryan had brought to the podcast that one day, everybody was fucking his chips up. I don't remember who he got, though. This is when we were still in our apartment. But nonetheless, congratulations to Master P, man. That's a big feat. I didn't even know he owned Rap Snacks, but I guess I should have known. Yeah, I mean, who else is going to put Romeo as a snack? That's a fact. Come on. Uh, who who He hasn't been relevant in... Well, yeah, I guess. No, don't say well. He he has not been relevant. So I mean, he put his son. Uh, shit. Speaking of relevance, these guys been relevant for a long time. Outkast and the Neptunes are both nominated for the twenty twenty songwriter uh, songwriters Hall of Fame. Of of course. Yeah, felt like that should have been in there. Yeah, but uh, of course, no question. I don't know what. <laughs> Yeah, facts. No one else to come on now. I would have, yeah, I definitely would have put them in there a long time ago. I don't know who else should be in there that you don't think that's in there right now. I I do think there's like a duration of time you have to pass mm. for those things. Um, but oh, maybe like, just, like twenty years is no, it's uh, over twenty. Because it's years like when you, when you want to get in the sports hall of fame, you have to be retired for a certain amount of years before you get eligible to be mm. in it, right? Mm. So um, it might be the same concept. Um. Uh, who else could be in the the songwriting Hall of Fame? Mm-hmm. Mm. Hip hop wise, right? R and B as well. Um, songwriting the dream should be in there. Yes, that's a um, fact. And Neo then as well. Yeah, Neo could be in there for sure. Um, shit, Tribe Called Quest. Yeah, they should give uh, a post homage award to um. Fuck, I can't think of his name right now. Oh, he used to write all Aaliyah shit back in the day. Fuck. He was on uh, Lollipop with Wayne as oh, well. Oh, Static Major. Static Major, yes, thank you. Yeah, Static Major should get, yeah, because he, he changed R&B to what it is today right, to right. me. I mean, with the, you know, Timbaland and what they did, but doing that with Aaliyah to me is the reason why we have Summer Walkers and Scissors and mm-hmm. all that the, sonically and what a girl could sing about and how she sung 
with a little edginess to her and shit, but she can still do ballads. Like, yeah, they definitely they broke the mold there, for sure. Um, um, I'm trying to think. It's hard to be putting on the spot with this one too. Yeah, I'd I'm, have to like really think about it. Of course, Drake one day. Um, Does he write his own music though? Oh yeah, I forgot about that. I'm sure he does. He probably that album in particular. I could see why he needed a little extra, but ever since then, I know he's been doing his own shit. Okay, maybe, maybe not the R&B shit. We'll see. Yeah, I don't know, bro. <laughs> I'm just spitballing now. I mean, yeah, he don't write his own shit. Well, that's obvious. <laughs> yeah. Anymore. Yeah. Uh, but I think he always got help. Of course. Yeah. He been around too many good people not to get help. Yeah. He's uh, had Consequence in the room with him since he yeah, fucking started. Yeah. Consequence. And Ron Fest, not for nothing back then. Yeah. I think they said Ron Fest, like, wrote Jesus Walks or some shit. Yeah, he definitely helped, for sure. Yeah. I, which I don't... That, you know, integrity with that shit, you're supposed to write your own raps. It's just like an unwritten, written rule of rapping and hip-hop. Like MCing, yeah. Yeah, but now, I mean, I don't even... I, I, I still wouldn't... But yeah, yeah, I, come, I don't care okay. as much. Here, here's where I can get the separation, though. Okay, to be honest with you. So, this was the '90s. I get it. The '90s was about literally the ability to rap right. MC, right? right? So if you did that, you'd be like, "Oh, you soft, bro. Mm-hmm. You can't even write your own raps." Right now, which is why songs sound better rap wise in the night in in the 2000s right. is because we're they're focused on song structure and other things right so if you're helping someone write a song you're telling them how to fill in certain gaps how mm-hmm. to make the song sound better because mm-hmm. if we were focused still focused on mcn there would be a lot of people not available yeah. like oh, no, not doing because we'd be like get the fuck out of here yeah but now it's about the actual whole piece because even back then like it was more about mcn than the than the production behind it mm-hmm. we're talking about that like the mixing and stuff horrible back then right it was just a it was just boom because they because they didn't have the mixing tool so they had to make the beat a certain way mm-hmm. so you could hear the vocals the only people like really elevating that shit was like ugk tribe called quest doing Ooh, shit that wasn't the, yeah. yeah uh t- you know Gangstar, p rock cl smooth mm-hmm that's why those people were like, whoa, shit. What were they doing? That's some different shit. Yeah. Shit, De La Soul was on some wild shit, too. No mm. one heard anything like that. Mm. Um, but, yeah, now it's about song structure. So I can see where it's kind of going. And also, now, even if it, like if you if we're in a room together, I can write basically the verse. But if I'm rapping it and you're like, hey, I think where you if at that part you do this, I think you should say this instead. You're technically helping me with my song as well. You didn't write the whole song for me. But you gave me some like feedback on the song within the room, so technically you're right, labeled a as a songwriter yeah. on the thing. That's why when you sometimes you see songs where it's like a shit ton of people, that means they worked on it and like they gave like information right. to like, get you the the way you wanted to go. Okay, I feel you. Let me put that in there. Right. Shit yeah. Like that. <clears throat> That's probably more of my direction. But as far as sitting there writing a the rap, nah. But pe- like yeah yeah people actual bars and shit, and shit. Yeah, yeah. no 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 I couldn't do that uh, I feel bad I feel like I I feel like that'll be like committing a sin or something <laughs> yeah here write a verse for me and I'll rap it for you that's something 
That's just that's out of this. That's out of this world, man. Uh, Kanye just uh, put out a video for uh, Follow God. And I want to watch it. Well, we're not watching it right now. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it looks like it's gonna be pretty good, though. Yeah. But anyways, um, <laughs> he has his dad in the video. So. Oh wow. Yeah. Okay. So, um, yeah, I'm definitely want to watch that after the fact. Um, hold on, I'm going. Oh, I guess I could go back to the news I was talking about earlier. Oh, yeah. <sighs> okay. <laughs> this <laughs> this is deep. One, yeah, this one hurts me, man. This uh, deep. So, yeah, I said that earlier there was news that affected me personally. Um, if you listen to at least more than one episode of this podcast, you know I'm a huge Pathos fan. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I'll give some backstory to it. So, I was always a basketball fan growing up. I think I did this in another episode, but just so we're clear now. Um, I grew up as a group as a basketball fan, so I'm, I'm a big Mavericks fan. Always, I'm always at, you know, my family's had season Maverick tickets for, I don't know, for as long as I can remember. Um, so suffice to say, me and the homies have always gone to games plenty of times. So I'm, mm-hmm. I'm a big Mavericks fan, uh, basketball-wise. And basketball had my interest as a child. Football never really interested me. Um, it was too slow. I was I was pretty hyper kid, so having to stop and go, stop and go was my type of game. Right. Um, and then as a as a memory of mine, um, the Cowboys uh, were a huge thing in the '90s. But after the last Super Bowl, they kind of you know that we're here now to this day of in that that gap where nothing's happened right right so i grew up in that era i mean i was born in 90 so the last super bowl i was five turning i was five turning six right mm-hmm. so i i don't remember much of that shit like that's not big on my mind i rem- what i do remember is my dad being pissed off all the time <laughs> at the what was going on after that though um so i'd see my dad upset about this game so much i'd be like yo i don't even want to play that like I don't want, I have, I don't, I'm not interested in that. That just seems like a waste of my time. Like I would be like, oh, nah, just like if you see something, you're like, oh, I don't want to do that. That's basically what I felt like. Right. I don't want nothing to do with this. This, my dad's pissed all the time. Um, the game's too slow anyway. So whatever. So I just stuck to basketball. So growing up playing basketball, normal, normal. Then I get older and it comes to around 2003, which is the, uh, <clears throat> a very iconic Super Bowl. Uh, it's the Patriots versus the Panthers. It's the same Super Bowl that Janet Jackson titty popped out. So, yes, everybody everybody pop. remembers that shit. Yeah, right. That's a very iconic Super Bowl. Also, to this day, one of the best games I've ever watched. Mm. They they the Panthers lost that game by a field goal. It was a fifty five yard field goal. With the with the when the clock expired though, hit zero. 55-yard field goal, game over. Hmm. 23-21 final score. Crazy, hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, it's just like you couldn't write a better script for a game. Right. Um, and although they did lose, um, another thing is like that's that was like Tom Brady's rise too. That was a, that was his second Super Bowl that mm-hmm. he got, right? So this is Tom Brady like early. Yeah, getting up there, right? Um, but I remember we had a big – family gathering for that game and I was just I was like tuned in the entire time to that game because it was so good like Hmm. it seemed like every play was like a highlight like 
Deshaun Foster was a Panthers running back. That boy floated into the end zone. It's a, it's an iconic picture. He's literally jumping and leaping, and he's frozen in the air <sighs> into the end zone. It's an iconic picture. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a bunch of shit from that Super Bowl you like. I'll never forget. So that game made me a fan of football. So I was like, oh, this is what football's supposed to be. Right. Um, I could see the emotion behind it now, and I'm also like 12, turning 13. So I'm like, I have fond memories of this. Like mm-hmm. this is like real deal. And then at that age, so I'm like, okay, well, these two teams got me here, mm-hmm. so let's pick one of these. So as an, an impressionable young child, I picked the one with the better uniforms. Right. Hands down. Right. Because um, the Patriots uniforms are ass. They're just silver with, yeah, with, with the, the Patriot on it. It's fucking whack. Yeah. So I was like, oh, baby blue and black all day, like which is why fun. our office is painting baby blue and black. Uh-huh. A lot of my stuff that I do is baby blue and black because of that logo. Like, it's still... I still think it's one of the best uniforms in sports, mm-hmm. the colorways in it. Right. Especially. Um, so I just roll with them since then. Right. So I'm a huge Steve Smith fan, huge Steve Smith fan. Um, I'm a flat fan of a lot of players, but Steve Smith was like the guy for the Panthers for a while. But until in 2011, mm. when they drafted number one, prodigal son, Cameron Newton. Mm. Y'all know his middle name? I feel like you didn't know his middle name. I, I don't. I think I always. Let me hold on. <laughs> <laughs> the backstory was, you know, because the news he about to tell y'all. Yeah, be, so that, I see this man because cry. no, everybody always asks me like, "You're from Dallas, why aren't you a Cowboys fan?" Shut up. One, a lot of people that live here are not Cowboys fans. They all moved away, got older, and had families and shit. Um. Anyway, let me get. Jarrell is his middle name. Cameron Cameron Jarrell Newton. It works. Uh huh. So, uh, 2011, they draft Cameron Jarrell Newton, aka Cam Newton. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Superman, Super Cam, all that. Uh, I think personally, uh, one black quarterback. Yeah. Uh, the next one after Michael Vick, right? That because there was some in between, but nobody had like an impact like Michael Vick, right? Michael right. Vick was the guy. Agreed. Then Cam comes in, mm-hmm. and just dominates. Dominates. I've I've literally to this day never seen someone play like this. Like now, when he came in, and his road to being in the NFL was crazy because he got kicked out of he was a he was a backup for Tim Tebow. Think about that. Yuck. At Florida, gets kicked out of school, has to go back through a JUCO JUCO route, plays in Texas at Blinn College, which is the JUCO for A and M. Makes his way to Auburn, wins a national championship, mm-hmm. gets a Heisman Trophy. Keep going, and now he's here. Right, right. So, he, like, I don't know. He's a gigantic human being. Right. I lived in Charlotte. Right. He's he's literally I've seen him in person. He's ginormous. Right. His hands can crush my face wow. like a grape. Um, <laughs> Um, but as you can't tell, I'm, he's my favorite player by yeah. far. I, I like, I live all like, time. Yes. Okay. There's, there's no question. Okay. It's, it's him, Steve Smith, the Deion Sanders. There's no question. All right. Um, because although I did grow up watching Steve Smith, Cam Newton, like changed the way I looked at football right. and everything around it. Um, because I never some seen someone play like that, and also I've watched his rookie. See, I didn't get to see. I don't remember 
Steve Smith's rookie season to now to then until he retired, right? So right. I've watched Cam Cameron Newton go from first year to now. I've watched him every year. Is Steve Smith the guy that was getting his thing when y'all went and yeah. you had to? Oh, okay, yeah. okay, okay. I caught the end of it, but yeah, yeah, all right, yeah. He got inducted into the Hall of Honor, and yeah, but he'll be a Hall of Favor for sure. He's yeah. an analyst now on ESPN. Oh, word, word, word. <clears throat> Sorry, no, NFL Network. Sorry, but um, either way. Um, so I watched him. So at first he had like a bad attitude about losing. No one likes to lose, but he would like visibly be frustrated. You see it on his face, but let me tell you what this man did. Okay. This man has broken almost every record you can think of in the record books. Like if, let me, I'm going to pull it up. Cause it's gonna, it's, it's, no, it's like my, cause he, he's played since 2011. So right. This this would technically is eighth season, right? But he's not playing, right? Um. Uh, yeah. Well, let's see. But it's it's crazy what records he has, and people always give him. Fu- okay, okay. So here's another thing about Cam. He's also the most scrutinized quarterback that I've ever seen in my life. Fair. Because he's big. He's strong. Next to Kaepernick, I guess. But go ahead. Well, that that's a separate. Yeah, matter. separate. Yeah. Um, but you sure, but the for for someone actually playing the game still, but uh <clears throat> all right, let me I'm looking at the trying to find his record, sorry guys, anyway, while these load um <clears throat> he's broken several records. Through eight, he and he also has a bunch of like first time records, like through eight seasons, like numbers that he's got through eight seasons. It's fucking crazy, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, accomplishments and records. Okay. Okay. So, um, <laughs> Most combined touchdowns for a rookie in NFL history. So passing and rushing. 35 mm. is rookie season. Right. That's crazy high. Most combined yards for a rookie in NFL history. 4,784 yards in one season. Right. Crazy. First rookie to throw over 4,000 passing yards. Crazy. First and only rookie. First and only rookie to pass for more than 4,000 yards and rush for more than 700 yards. Crazy. So that's more than some people's running backs. Right. First rookie in NFL history to pass for more than 400 yards in back-to-back games. Hmm. Most rushing touchdowns by a quarterback in NFL history, 58, and he's not retired yet. That's a lot. That's more than Michael Vick. Yeah. (laughs) Most passing yards by a quarterback in his first two games, 854 yards. Most games in NFL history with a passing touchdown and a rushing touchdown, 32 games in a row. Most player of the week awards in a single season. Tied with Tom Brady. For five. First player in NFL history in most games with at least 250 passing yards, 100 rushing yards, one passing touchdown, and one rushing touchdown in a single game. He's done that twice. Mm -hmm. Most games in a single season with at least one passing touchdown and one rushing touchdown. Eight games. Only player in NFL history with at least 30 passing touchdowns and 10 rushing touchdowns in the same season. Most rushing touchdowns in a single season by a quarterback, 14. 
most combined yards in a player's first five seasons, 21,000 yards. See, I, there's, this list is long as shit. Yeah, it is. So, and that's not to mention the franchise records he holds for the, the team. Right. So. But the Panthers are a newer So the Panthers didn't start. This is their 25th season. Mm-hmm. So, I wasn't lying when we were talking about the Cowboys the other day. The Cowboys haven't been to a Super Bowl since the Panthers have became a team. Right. The first team the Panthers beat in the playoffs ever in history was the Dallas Cowboys. Hmm. Funny enough. Poetic. So. In your, in your, in your uh, realm. Yes. It's poetic. So I say all that to say this. Fuck you if you hate Cam Newton. Right. Because <laughs> I also lived in, in the community. He does a lot for the community. He does a lot for people. Um, he, especially kids. I, he does a lot of stuff charitable-wise for kids. Right. But basically what happened was last season, he hurt his shoulder, had to get surgery, right? Mm-hmm. Before last season, he's only missed one game, didn't two games his whole career. Okay. Right. One, one, he got into a car wreck and had a bone spur in his back and played a game after that. Mm-hmm. I remember that. Yeah. Crazy. So he goes out for the rest of the season – his shoulder surgery comes in this season, ready to go. His shoulder's fine. He's obviously rusty, hasn't played for over a year, mm-hmm. but his shoulder's fine. But during the game, he's not running. He's not even moving. He's just in the pocket, right? So he, he fractured his foot in preseason, mm. like a, a, a fracture in the middle of his foot. So one, they decide to play the quarterback in the preseason for some reason. Like, why are you playing them in the preseason? Preseason doesn't matter. Maybe he was trying to get warmed up. Doesn't matter. Coach's decision. It could have been like, yo, don't play. But he gets hurt in preseason. Then they rush him back to play week one. So he's taking taking a pounding on that foot. Mm-hmm. He did, he's not running at all. Like, he can't run because his foot hurts. Then two second game comes through. He's, like, limping. Every time he gets up, he's, like, limping. You're like, oh, his foot's fucked up. Mm-hmm. So he re-injures his foot in second game. Then uh, the way they handled it until now has been terrible. But basically, he has a foot fracture. It's not healing correctly. He's been going to specialists to try to see what, it, what to do about the foot. Mm-hmm. That he saw a specialist. The doctor said it would be better for him if he lets it heal naturally uh, instead of getting surgery on it. So that way the bone comes back stronger. Mm-hmm. Makes sense without getting like bolts and shit in your foot. Right. Um, so. Eight weeks through the season, they put him on IR, injured reserve. So basically what that means is he's doesn't count against the the uh, he doesn't count as a roster spot. And also he can't play for at least eight games. We're eight games through the season already, so he technically done for the season. Right. Technically, if they made the playoffs, he could play in the playoffs, but why would you? Right? Agreed. So his season's effectively over. Now where it's interesting is this next year he has a team like a team has an option to pick up his contract or they could trade him or just release him right <clears throat> he's owed 21.1 million dollars so that's it's a lot but not in today's market for quarterbacks quarterbacks get paid now right um so a lot of people are saying he might have played the last game he played for the Panthers so, uh, I've had some time to think about it. And I still don't know. <laughs> I still don't know 
uh, really where their head's at. Because, I mean, they're still in the season. They're probably not going to think about it right now. But. Oh, no, they're thinking about it, bro. Yeah, but they got to focus on the season, though. Yeah. Um, but I would hate to see him go out like this, like from this this team, right? Mm-hmm. He also made a post when he went to injured reserve, and he was using past tense, which really kind of got to me. He was like, I will always love the Panthers and always love Charlotte. It's always been home. I'll be right here rooting for Kyle Allen and Will Greer, who are the, the backup quarterbacks, uh, through the rest of the season. So that I will always – like that past tense stuff. Yeah. I was like, oh shit, he might something I know, know something I don't know. Right. But a lot of people are saying they they think he's not going to play for them again. Like his choice? No, team's choice. They're not. They're probably drop like uh, trade him or something like that. Okay. Um, I would say he's had a string of bad luck on the injury side, also mismanaged by management. Uh, I would just. Pick up the one-year option, and then it would. If something happens again next season, then sure. Yeah. Let him ride it off, but they might try to get some form in a trade. There's a lot of teams that need a quarterback right now. Uh, like every team. Every but team. if I see him in a different jersey, I probably will cry. Um, That's man. how big it is for me. Yeah, I understand, bro. Um, now, I will say, if he goes to a different team, I'm gonna have to root for him for that season. Just. For the simple fact that support support right. and the team turned their back on him, that just doesn't feel right to me. For everything he's done for that city, that community, and that team, where would you like <laughs> to see him go if he did leave? Uh, at least a playoff contender mm-hmm. or the good offensive line to protect. So his it doesn't ass. matter as long as they, yeah, they have a good line and stuff. Like I mean, they they're saying the Bears, which they have a good defense and stuff like that, because they're quarterback is trash and us i know justin's brother-in-law plays for them right um but i just don't want to i don't i can't imagine him in another jersey i cannot see it (laughs) i feel you dog that would literally hurt my core so i don't know um so yep that's what it is he's i don't know i'm feeling some type of way about it I'm just gonna keep keep trucking along. I, I won't. I sucks. What sucks more is I have to wait to find out. Right. Because like, I'm. It's gonna be a long time till right. ne- like next summer, when I find this out. Um, and I don't know if I'm. I'll ever be ready for this. I, I totally understand, bro. And it sucks. It's like I'm losing a friend. I can imagine. I'm sitting here going through it in my head, and I'm like, I can relate. That's. <laughs> It's just like imagine your favorite team or whatever, and then your like favorite player just leaves or has to like imagine how Andrew Luck fans felt when he had to retire. I know he was right. doing it for the better of himself, but that probably was like, damn man. Every time Kanye does something in the medium, like <laughs> I feel the same way, bro. Like, like, God, yeah, yeah, shit. Man, yeah, we just did something great, man. What the fuck? Um, but all football or no football, you like. Don was saying Cam's a uh, respectable stand-up guy. Uh, um, so prayers up. Hopefully he has a you know a nice, good recovery. And um, you know what I'm saying? If he's not with him next year, if he is with him next year, you know what I'm saying? Only God knows right now. But I can definitely understand why you would that would hurt you. I know, I know it would hurt you 
because not only did you do this spiel th- today, he, he called me and gave me yeah. the spiel. It hurt me, man. And then Rich said you called him and gave him I the spiel. I had to. Yeah. I had to. Yo, they don't really talk to me about sports because that's not my forte. But when Dawn talked to me about football, I know it's something like super important. Well, you, you know how I feel about Cam. Yeah, so and especially, yeah, anything Cam, he, we're, we're trying to talk about it. Like, like Dawn, like Dawn was there when um, Cam named his son and shit. Like, that's how close yeah. I feel like yeah. Dawn is to yeah. you know what I'm saying? I know all his kids' names. That's <laughs> all my this, guy. All that shit, bro. So I definitely understand. Um Cam listen to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the number one supporter of Cam Newton, the number one podcast of supporting. Cam <laughs> That's a fact. But uh, yeah, I just want him to be healthy, man. It's like either, in any team, I just want him to be healthy. You know what's weird though? Now I'm thinking about it. Like podcasts that only talk about one thing. Yeah, one thing. Now mm-hmm. I know that one thing can spin off into a whole like. But say there was a podcast specifically Cam Newton related. I'm sure there is. Yeah, I'm sure there is too. I know there's like some shit like that about I have, Tom Brady. I have some Panther podcasts, but oh yeah, see yeah. that. But that's the whole team, mm-hmm. what they're doing, like all yeah. that shit. But like, if it was just like over Keanu Reeves, I don't know. You could probably do a podcast on Keanu Reeves, though. You still run out of things to talk about, though. Not if he's always doing. Not if he's active, though. Yeah, but um, like if you get to his life, you it would go up to like current day. Yeah. Now he's filming this movie. Yeah, type shit. And then the next day would be like, he's still filming the movie. But like if you if your podcast is like specifically over like comic books or murder mysteries or whatever. Countless. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Countless. Yeah, yeah. Um, All right. So I'm winding down on my list, but there is something that I want to touch on, but I'll save that for last. Um, I got one more thing and then I'll get into. um, Oh. I don't know if this is important or not. I guess it is, but um, breaking. Uh, we've um, secured a court ordered forcing President Trump to pay two million in damages after admitting illegally using the Trump um, Foundation to help him intervene in the uh, 2016 presidential election and further his own political uh, interests. No one is above the law, so we can we can do a bomb. Yeah, I don't know if a bomb was peaceful <laughs> talking about Trump but uh yeah I that I guess that's big they've been trying to get something on this nigga for the past four years so I'm glad they got something to stick uh yeah but anyways the last thing I wanted one of the last things I want to talk about before we get out of here and it's just something quick did you see the um that little scooby-doo cast Oh yeah, I saw it. How you feel about it? Scooby Doo, I don't really care. Ah, oh, Scooby Doo, the shit, man. It's I, cool. I have a problem. I'm not like deep into it though. Right, right. I don't know how I feel about old girl playing Velma though. Mm-hmm. Um, because usually when uh when you have some like bad PR, they get rid of your character. You know what I'm saying? Like. They recast or whatever. They, they, I heard rumors they were trying to reca- recast um, Jeremy, whatever from Hawkeye or whatever. That, that's already passed. Oh, he's Cause not going because the dude for Di- the Bob Iger, the dude for Disney. Mm-hmm. He was just talking about Disney Plus, and he was just talking about the Jeremy Renner show. Oh, so he was like, it was supposed to be a movie, but we made it a show. Oh, and then okay. they were talking about it. So obviously, you would bring up his name if you're like, oh, we're thinking about somebody else. Oh, word. 
Word. But anyways, yeah, um, Scooby-Doo coming out May 2020. It's an animated film. The animation looks great. Um, yeah, it I do like the design of Scooby-Doo, though. Yeah. Uh, I'm not too familiar with all these people. I mean, I've seen them all, but I don't know them by name. Uh, Zach Efron, Amanda Seyfried. Freed? Uh, Amanda Seyfried? Seyfried, yeah. That's, she, the, that's the chick everybody gets annoyed at. at from uh, She's at um, uh, Mean Girls. Oh, no, that Amanda got you. Yeah. Uh, she's in Mean Girls. Yeah, um, Gina Rodriguez is Velma, which makes no sense. Will Fort is she gonna Shaggy. Say word? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Frank Welker is Scooby-Doo. Frank Welker. Yeah, he's the original voice. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. That's what's up. So, yeah. Uh, Will Forte <laughs> is Shaggy. Yeah. This should be interesting. I don't, again, don't know about Gina, but uh, whatever. They said somebody said that she's going to say, uh, niggas give me heebie-jinkies. <laughs> God, people do not like her, breath. No, they do not. All right, so my last topic of the day. Um, I'm I'm not going to bullshit y'all and say this is like near and dear to my heart, but um, shout out to Dev and uh, Ridge. They actually brought it to my attention, so I wanted to use my platform to try to bring uh, some light to this as well. Um, if y'all are aware, maybe y'all are not, maybe y'all are, um, there's a man that's on death row currently in Texas. Oh, yeah. By the name of um, Rodney Reed. Mm -hmm. um, as y'all as know, maybe, or if not, um, Texas is like one of the only states that um, still do like the death penalty thing. Mm -hmm. And um, we're trying to get them off. So you can... Um, Go to change.org, sign the petition. It only takes, it don't even, all you, all, literally all you do is type in your name, address, and email, and you're done. You signed the petition. Um, I signed it Wednesday night. Yeah, um, I signed it as well. We, I, I guess we'll post a link on our IGs, our, our Twitters, or whatever. I mean, we only have like, and when I mean we, I mean like everybody who cares about this. We only have like two weeks to, um, well, it's probably less now, but, um, not a lot of time to get him off. Like, we need to get these numbers up. Um, I'm trying to roll through the shit right now to see where we're at on the um, petition, the signing. So, give me one second. Last time I saw, we were like 3 million people. Yes, we're... No, it needs 500,000 signs. And uh, we're at 349,000 uh, a little over 340,000. Oh, so it's a million thousand. Yeah, it's 500,000. 500, so, um, Rodney Reed is innocent. Um, the state rallied on uh, expert testimony to convict Rodney Reed that has since been recanted by the experts who put forth the testimony. Mm. So, mm -mm. Uh, he's a victim of racism. It was framed for, framed yeah. for a crime he didn't commit. Uh, all the evidence implicates somebody else was his real killer and that somebody else failed two polygraph exams about his role in the murder. And he has continued to be a violent offender and assaulted others in the same way, kidnapping, sexual assault, and choking with a belt. Writing Reed and the um, Reed family has suffered enough. Uh, sometimes our court system makes mistakes. A lot of times our court system makes mistakes. Yeah, no shit. Uh, but yeah, change.org, Rodney Reed, Let's um. Let's try to 
let's try to get the you know Greg Abbott's our um our governor right now, so I know he's trying to switch up his stance towards the end on some shit. I mean, it kind of affects us. Like he got rid of the red light camera recently, uh, or tickets on the red light camera thing. He did he did a couple okay things, you know, but yeah. this would be tight. Like don't Arnold Schwarzenegger this, you know what I'm saying? Mm. Uh, Tuki Tuki was a reformed man by the end of his life. Though he did a lot of bad, he still should have lived because um, he was reformed. Like, like um, Trevor, like the clip we played of Trevor Noah last week. Um, what are we supposed to? Are we supposed to cast these people away forever without like giving them the help that they need to come yeah. back into society? But this man did nothing wrong. Yeah, he did absolutely nothing. He's been wrong. falsely convicted. Yeah, been in prison. Yeah, and now he's he's gonna die for a crime he did not commit. Yeah. So we uh, again. Sign the petition, he'll get a retrial. Simple as that. Um, and, and it's sad to say that he's not the only person in prison like this. No, either. it's not. And there's only so much Kim Kardashian can do, y'all. You know what I'm saying? Oh, okay. <laughs> it, it takes, it's, she's the only person I can think of off the back of my head. But I know <laughs> there's a lot of people job? that um, are, are like heavily involved with like prison reform and yeah. help getting people off. So, uh, Again, change.org, sign the petition. Let's get this man off death row. Um, yeah, that's all, that's all I got on that. So, yeah, I'm done. Mm, yeah, for sure, though. Uh, yeah. I, ha- I hate it when I read that, too. That shit is... Uh, <clears throat> shit sucks, man. Very much so. Shit sucks. I couldn't imagine what his family was going through and... Like that, like that, uh, Michael B. Jordan movie that's about to come out with him and uh, Jamie Foxx, right, and, right, uh, right, Brie, Brie Larson or whatever. Mm-hmm. Basically, kind of same thing, getting an innocent man off. Uh, but uh, and but it seems Jamie Foxx character's already made it up in his mind that he's gonna die. So um, from the trailer or whatever that I watched, but it it looks like it's gonna be a good film. Oh, did you see the? Um, I know you've seen the the new. Pixar movie that's coming out, that Soul movie. Yep. What do you think about it? Uh, it's Pixar. I'm going to watch it all day. Yeah, i just seen a lot of people up in arms, a lot of black people up in arms because every time Pixar does a movie where black people are involved, they have to become something else, like the fr- Princess and the Frog or... Um, uh, what's the other one? They had a few examples on there, but I was like... but. Frozone didn't become somebody else or another thing, you know what I'm saying? They're, they're, Frozone's iconic though. Yeah, he's iconic. But uh, there was Princess and the Frog. Mm-hmm. What other black Pixar characters were there? Other than well, Frozone? Princess and the Frog isn't Pixar. It's just Disney animation. Mm. Maybe they were just speaking over the whole Disney in general thing of like. Black characters like because you, you're talking about Jamie Foxx is in it. Is that Jamie Foxx is playing the pianist? I know Jamie Foxx is in the movie. He does a voice. Soul, right? We're talking about Soul, right? Yeah. Yeah. Hold on. Let me look at the cast. <sighs> Soul. Okay. Jamie Foxx, Tina Fey, Quest Love, Felicia Rashad, David Diggs. Man, it's not like oh, here it is. Me watching that Pixar trailer, like something seems very familiar here. Princess and the Frog, the soul character. 
um, Will Smith turning into that bird in that spy movie with Tom Holland. Then no one's gonna see. Yeah, but yeah, people are people are upset that their characters always have to become black characters. Are always got to become something else, which I found that interesting. But I don't feel like it was. Well, here's the synopsis. You want the premise? Sure. All right, so Jamie Foxx plays Joe Gardner, a middle school music teacher with a deep passion for jazz. Tina Fey is a soul trapped at the youth seminar with a dim view of life. Quest Love is the drummer. Okay, no. <clears throat> Felicia Rashad is Joe's mother. And then David Diggs is Paul, Jay's neighbor, Joe's neighborhood nemesis. All Who? right, so David Diggs, if you saw him, you know. He's like, he does like, he's like an actor, rapper. He did that movie, uh, Blood. That I hate, right? What? I don't, you hate David Diggs? Is that the dude? That was in the like hip hop cops are after me movie in my best friend's white. Is that the same dude? Yeah, you talk about Blind Spotter. Yeah. That's a good movie, though. That's a Walmart version of Childish Gambino. All right. So uh, (laughs) the premise of the movie is Joe Gardner, a middle school music teacher, has a long dream of performing jazz music on stage and finally gets a chance after impressing other jazz musicians during an opening act, the Half Note Club. However, an accident causes Gardner's soul to be separated from his body and transported to the Yusibadar, a center in which souls develop and gain passions before being transported to a newborn child. And Gardner must work with souls in training, such as 22, a soul with a dim view on life after being trapped for years at the Yusibadar in order to return to Earth before it's too late. I mean, of course I'm going to go see it. I don't necessarily care that... You know these black characters are being turned into like some animal or something soul. else, a soul. But I mean, shit. But that's what they're, they're talking about. They, they're not. They're not. They're, they don't stay as like a black person. Is that what we're saying? Yeah, like black person in all the movies that they're in are being turned into something else for like more than half of the movie. Like mm-hmm. I guess like we don't get to see them on screen as they are supposed to be for a long part of the movie till the end of the movie when something magical happens it changes them back or whatever. But mm-hmm. um I mean we watched Lion King, my nigga. You know what I'm saying? Cars. I mean I guess in a sense they're supposed to be these things already, but it don't fucking matter. It's a movie. Go watch it. If you don't want to go watch it, don't go watch it. I don't know why everything ought to okay. be a fucking thick piece. Okay, I was gonna ask how do you feel. I don't give a fuck. Okay, <laughs> I don't care, bro. Uh, I didn't know Jamie Foxx was doing the voice. I didn't know Quest Love was in it. I didn't know that was it Tina sounds Faye. lit. It's about yeah. jazz, so I'm all yeah, about that. I know exactly. That's right up your alley. So I don't know what the fuck these niggas talking about. They gonna go see it. I'm gonna go see it. I'm. I'm I see any Pixar movie. So yeah. Let's get out. There. I also want to go see Honey Boy. Um, came out today. Came out today. I might see that tomorrow. Yeah, that would be di- Wait, di- di- dope. Because I know it was check something. Because it was supposed to. I know it was Amazon like did something with that movie. It wasn't the. It wasn't Peanut Butter Falcon. Nah. Uh. Yeah, Shia LaBeouf's still my spirit animal too, man. <laughs> That's never gonna. Ch- He's been my spirit animal since he did that. Just do it. Uh, thing back in the day when he had the rat tail. I was like, oh, he's a fashion god. Y'all don't understand, man. Shia LaBeouf. 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 I used to think that he was half black because the uh, daughter from the Cosby's kid, the uh, the Cosby show, Yeah. Uh, her last name was LaBeouf. I was like, damn, that's his mom. <laughs> <laughs> he's one of us. Oh, no such luck. You wanted it so bad. I did. 
I have to talk myself. That's okay, that's I have your to guy, talk though. myself down. That's yeah, it don't matter if he guy. black or white. You know what I'm saying? Right, He's gonna Michael be my Jackson? guy forever. Right, yeah, Michael that's Jackson. a fact. Got to throw the reference out there. One time. Oh, it was produced by Amazon Studios. That's why. I I know Amazon has something to do with the movie, but I, I feel like that's dope to make a movie about your life and play your dad. But it was a uh, it was from his therapy. Yeah, his therapist made him write like a a movie script about his life. Yeah, that was fire. Um, he uh, but him doing it from the point of view from his father is very very interesting. He um. He was on Kimmel the other night, and he said that uh, his dad did not want him to play him. So in order for his dad to sign off on the movie, he told him that Mel Gibson was going to play his dad. <laughs> 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 Which Imagine that, though. Yeah, and he said Motherfucker! That, <laughs> he said that um, you, uh, he watched his dad on like live cam of him watching the movie at home or whatever. Oh, wow. And to he, see his reaction? Yeah. Mm. And, uh, yeah, he said it was, and yeah. I want to go see that movie, though, bro. I, I have to. Yeah, that's a fact. You might you might find some uh, correlations between. Yeah, my dad and. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I'm sure every father and son had their little thing, but you more so because it seemed like his dad was on some other shit, too. I mean, I guess my dad was on. He just drank. No, I don't drink. I'm trying to drink right now. This turtleneck so thick, I feel like the first Batman suit, like I can't turn my neck. <laughs> I had to turn my whole body to look out the door. <laughs> Who there? Yeah, tight shit. All right, anything else you want to talk about? I'm Batman. Um, nah, I'm, nah, I'm, nah, I'm good. Oh, our playlist this week is going to be... Um, all women, all women um, artists. Right. Yep. No matter what genre, it's all women. Yeah. Um, so look out for that. And uh, is there anything else I want to talk about? Nah, I'm good. <laughs> I saw they were trying to get Matthew McConaughey in that Batman movie, though. Oh, yeah, and Colin Farrell is the penguin? Uh, That's fucking weird, bro. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking weird, bro. They're trying to get Leo to be... The, didn't didn't you tell me that? In the in the third movie, he's and, supposed to and be the Chris, Riddler? Christopher Nolan wanted Leonardo DiCaprio to play the Riddler. Yes. That would have been fire. Never gonna know. Never gonna know. Son of a bitch. Instead, we got... Oh, you think darkness is our ally. <laughs> so, so we got stabbed by it. <laughs> hey, man, now you know that's my shit too. What was that movie I used to watch like every day with Tom, with um, with Tom and uh, Shia, Lawless. Oh yeah, yeah. That was my shit. <laughs> I don't know why you like that movie so much. I, maybe. Maybe you just drink a moonshine and shit, nigga. Mind that business, nigga. That was just three brothers trying to survive, dog. There, that movie literally is about nothing. Yeah, it literally has like, it just kind of. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a like one of those timepiece movies. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> one of my favorite movies, though, bro. I don't know why. Tom. What about holes? Zero. Fire. Digging up them holes, dig. Yeah, digging holes up fire. them holes and holes. 
Yeah, Halls was like, you got to go. Yeah, that shit was fire, bro. Two shoes, two shorts. I got no respect because I'm the new man. Yeah. Got a shovel, shoes full of sand. Check out the dad. The name is K-Man. <laughs> I think it's a perfect way to end it um, on the Holes reference. Yeah. You got to go. They had like everybody in there had their yeah. own flavor. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Yeah. The fat dude, I forgot. Armpit. Armpit. Yeah. And X-ray, zero. Yeah, he was like, ain't no place to hide to sleep. Niggas <laughs> <laughs> always got to try to get like super, <laughs> like lyrical or some shit you do not have to be super yeah. lyrical. Oh, bro. But I respect it. I respect uh, it. Oh, man. But uh, yeah, short episode this week, not a lot going on. Also, we have a lot to do. Chris yeah. has to go do some music shit. I, um, I want to knock this out before uh, Shelby got off work so I could do some shit, you know? Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah. We uh we chilling. We'll see y'all next week. Mm-hmm. Um, my birthday's coming up on Thanksgiving Day. Just it so is, you know, it is. It is. Um, it is. We fried so, turkeys and wearing jerseys, baby. Let's get it. Yep. That. I can't find that Cowboys jersey your dad gave me. I don't know where the fuck is. Oh, do I left it over there? Uh oh. <laughs> item number two. <laughs> no, there's right. a lot of items over there. Guys. All right. Damn, well, I'm getting all my shit back. Watch. We're ending on that note, so he doesn't get depressed. All right. Too late. <laughs> I'm signing off. Suck my dick. <laughs> Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.